And what a jam-packed Monday we have. I've got a bit of adaptability in the second hour. Uh, you know, adaptability also on the pitching mound. Luis Rojas, uh, twice that I could see, uh, making pitching changes with two outs. And, of course, Aaron Loop getting his sixth win for the Mets last night. But, you know, all eyes today are on the NFL Week 2 uh, happenings. I vented to you on Friday about the Giants. I vented to you that we may not have a championship team of any of our sports uh, in the coming days. And I still believe that, especially after yesterday's 11-1 trouncing uh, of the Yankees that looked so lackluster. I was like, who is this millions of dollar payroll showing up to the ballpark today? But I got to get out of town because the storyline to me is earlier this week, Tom Brady said he wanted to play till 50. All right, well, (laughs) will he need a cane and crutches to limp around the field at 50? Guys, he's in his 40s now, and he threw four touchdowns yesterday, five touchdowns yesterday. Huh. Against the Falcons. Now, where did he play against the Falcons? Oh, I remember. Down 28-3. to He freaking won. The, uh... Sorry, guys. This is a home studio, so you'll, you'll understand. Uh, he freaking won the Super Bowl coming back against Matt Ryan and the Falcons. Now he torments them in their own division, and he wins... Uh, let me get the final score for you on that one. Because I got to tell you, I was just impressed um, to even read these stats. 48 to f- 25. 48 to 25. Five touchdowns for the man. And I'll tell you what else. He had a rating of 129.2. Okay. He doesn't look like he's slowing down. Five touchdowns. And the Bucks just called it a day against the Falcons and won. Now, how old is Tom Brady? I, I wanna I wanna find this out actually. He's literally forty-four years old, throwing five touchdowns. Brett Favre, when he was in his forties, and my girlfriend's a Packer fan, and I don't mean to diss her, but when he was in his forties and with the Vikings, it looked like he couldn't even get up off that New Orleans Saints uh, turf in the playoffs against the Saints. Okay, Bounty Gate came up after that. But the guy got beat up pretty good. And Brady is acting like he's 20. And he's 44. Acting like he's 20 and he's 44 years old. And, and here's my question then. Is at what age do players slow down if 50 is not the answer? Now, we talk about adaptability. And I would say on the Sports Hour with Alex Garrett. By the way, Alex Garrett here. I was too fired up to even mention myself. And that's okay. Because I believe the sports story deserves that more than the name recognition or anything like that. And, and by the way, can you dig sports another week? The partnership continues, and thankful to Real Leal and 
and the gang over there, the crew over there, and we're all fired up today. It's the Monday after week two. All right, so there's one more game to go. Uh, by the way, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens winning it tonight on a forced fumble. And you got to be hyped for that game, Ravens being the Chiefs. You got to be hyped for that AFC quarterbacking matchup every time. And the two quarterbacks alone. Pat, uh, Patrick Mahomes has won a Super Bowl. We saw him do it against the Niners. It was very Brady-esque. And he was very down-to-earth about it. But guys, guys, Lamar Jackson... I believe that we'll win a will win a championship. He will win a championship. Mark my words. The Ravens will do this. I don't know when. But I would say we talked about it last week, establishment versus the 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 sort of younger guys. Well, Mahomes established himself pretty quick, but he's very young. So you're going to have in the AFC North a Lamar Jackson who will be outshining almost every other quarterback. Maybe not Ben Roethlisberger yet. He's a vet that can't resign, just won't quit. He won't quit. But then you've got the AFC West and Patrick Mahomes. And I think... Today, you would say Mac Jones looked like a um, high, you know, MVP already. But that Patriot team still has a lot of work to do. They ran into the Jets. Okay? That's all you need to know about the home opener today. They ran into the Jets. Zach Wilson, I think, is punishing me for calling him Zach Williams, who is a political commentator in New York, and I'm very sorry about that. To both Zachs, because Zach Williams at City and State, New York, incredible reporter. Zach Wilson, the draft pick, the the first rounder for the Jets. <laughs> he looks like a rookie, and that's okay. But three interceptions is not okay. And uh, Saleh, the head coach for the Jets, saying he'd like to be having Zach Wilson more boring, whatever that means. And then I think of Darnold. Darnold. I'm thinking of Sam Darnold. I'm thinking of whether or not that change of pace helped him. 26-7, to 2-0. First win against his former team. Second win against the Saints in the NFC South. Oh, and by the way, by the way, Brady versus Darnold will be even better now in the NFC South than the AFC East because we know the Jets mishandled him. We know the Jets were not a breath of fresh air for their draft pick there. But what we do also know is he finally, (laughs) he finally has a guy in Christian McCaffrey, a, a receiving core. Which he didn't have up here. That was effective. Or coaching, that was effective. But now down there, I think he's going to thrive. 
and we're seeing it, and he's 2-0, and already got an AFC South win under his belt in the AFC South division against the Saints, who had a very weird two weeks, yet outpace uh, the Packers last week, then you lose today. The Jameis Winston world will be confusing as it always has been. As it always has been. Just ask the Buccaneers. Okay? Just ask the Bucks. And you know what? Ask Florida State University. They know how confusing his world was. They saw it. They had the off-field issues with him. And so I'm not surprised that they're one and one I'm not. But back to the Brady-Darnold thing, I was saying today, if those teams look good and they're supposed to, all right, all right, I'll get, I'll get that matchup for you. Panthers-Bucks, let's, let's look that up because that is a crucial matchup for any NFL fan. December 26th, 2021, and I never thought I'd say this, but there's going to be football on January 9th. Usually that's wild card weekend, but with the 18-game week, 18-week schedule now, they're in January, deep into January. Panthers-Bucks. Panthers-Bucks, January 9th. They're both scheduled for 1 o'clock. But if there's an inch that they could mean something for the AFC South and even, <laughs> even the total playoff picture, flex them. Because I want to see Darnold and Brady in freaking prime time. NBC Sports, NFL. And by the way, you'll be flexing out maybe a very freezing cold game that week for a very warm climate in Carolina or Tampa Bay where they can be comfortably at a game at 8 o'clock at night, not up here when it's freaking freezing. Speaking of up here, have you got January 2nd marked on your calendar? That is the day the Jets and Bucks play. Tom Brady will be coming back to MetLife Stadium as a buck near that day. Mark your calendar. And I want to throw this out there. Giants, we know we had a brutal loss last week. And maybe we lose to the Falcons, who have been obliterated two weeks in a row. Maybe the Falcons need the Giants right now. I don't know. The Giants need to win this week. They need to win. Not only to not go 0-3, but the Falcons and Matt Ryan look weak right now. Okay? But, found out today that Eli Manning will be having his number retired. Next Sunday afternoon. Tickets are crazy. So if you want to watch it at home, I don't blame you. But if you want to go, why not? He's getting his number retired. Hopefully they lead at the half. Hopefully it's an upbeat spirit by the time this number gets retired. <coughs> but it's a, and the Ring of Fame ceremony happens. A Hall of Fame, Giants Hall of Fame Ring of Ceremony. But that's next weekend, uh, September 26th. So go out, enjoy it. Week three, uh, he will have it. He will have his day. And I hope the Giants have their day. I really do. But I want to shift back because that's not on my radar right now. 
knowing that the Bucks and Panthers play the last week of the season with very likely, they're both 2-0 and right now, playoff implications on the line, swap out a freezing Pittsburgh, Chicago, New England, New York climate and put that freaking game in prime time. The NFL fans would love you for that flex. That's why you designed the flex, isn't it? NFL? I thought so anyway. But adaptability? How is Brady adapting at age 44? How is Darnold adapting at age... Uh, adapting to a new team, I mean, in the Panthers? It's simple. I think it comes down to being students of the game. Now, on my regular Sports Hour podcast, you might have heard this. But those on Can You Dig It Sports, Can You Dig Sports, may not have. But Tom Brady is a student of the game. That's why he will win until he's 50-whatever years old. He's a student of the game. Darnold, I believe, is a student of this game because he may have struggled up here, but look what he's doing now. Look what he's doing now. He's having a day. Want to know my the stat line for him? Fine, I'll tell you. Two touchdowns. 26 of 38, 305 yards. 991 rating. Tell me why I didn't get that with the Jets. Tell me why that's not the Darnell we got. And don't tell me it's because he had Mono kissing a girl, you know, while he was in New York. Don't tell me it was because of injuries. Tell me it was because of mismanagement. I've often found over the last few years covering the Jets-Giants scene, we mismanage quarterbacks here. The Tebow situation, the Mark Sanchez situation, the the Darnold situation. Mismanagement of quarterbacks. And now another first-round draft pick looking kind of lost. He competed with his predecessor, Zach Wilson, did last week. Too little, too late. But today, home opener, maybe the nerves. But three interceptions is totally unacceptable. Wouldn't you agree that it's totally unacceptable? I think so. And I think something has to give. Because I know, okay, I know that the, the this fan base will not be happy with more performances like this. By the way, who do the Jets play next? Let's let, let me answer that question for you. So the Darnold Brady by the way, on my final thought here, Darnold Brady and look for Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes to have battles even in the playoffs. They are elite. They are elite in the AFC East, okay? I'm sorry, in the AFC total. AFC North and AFC uh, South. Uh, West, actually. But they're elite, and their names will be said a lot in the coming years in the American Football Conference. Just like the Brady-Darnold, if Darnold's on point like this all season... That rivalry will be good. And it'll be fun to go the day after Christmas to Carolina. I've always wanted to go to Tampa Bay, actually. 
I've been to baseball there. <coughs> I've seen Raymond James Stadium from George Steinbrenner Field where the Yankees train, New York Yankees. Never been in, but I love to go. They fire the cannon. They have the fireworks. They have all the good stuff. And they're a team that won on their own turf for the Super Bowl last year. Which you can't beat, can you? You can't beat that. You know what can be beat is the three batter minimum for Major League Baseball. And I think I figured out why managers may be changing their guys with two outs. I'll tell you about that next here on Can You Dig Sports. NFL's the hype, but man, Mets, Yankees, playoffs, October baseball, round the corner. Can they both be playing beyond October 3rd? Well, October 2nd, we'll have to find out, won't we? Stay with me here on uh, Alex Garrett podcasting, the Sports Hour with Alex Garrett. Can you dig sports? Can the Yankees and Mets both play past October 3rd, the final day of the Major League Baseball season? I'll have those thoughts next, as it was a very lackluster, yet eventful day in baseball here in New York City. I'll tell you about my experience next. On Can You Dig a Sports after these messages? And maybe a few songs in there. Let's see what I put up. 